0: Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the uh, Tomatolito Show. I'm Heck Kelly, and this is episode 14, a brief recap episode on what we just saw uh, between Terrence Crawford, Bud Terrence Crawford, and uh, Special K. Kell Brook. Uh, awesome fight. It was a pretty fun fight to watch for as long as it lasted. But first, before we jump into that, let's look at what was set to be the co-headliner and uh, and and I'm referring to Joshua Franco versus Andrew Maloney uh the premise to this and the setup to this fight was earlier this year June 23rd they ended up facing each other Joshua Franco Andrew Maloney had a tough back and forth fight for approximately 8 rounds uh if I remember correctly Back and forth, very contested. A lot of good boxing on both ends, and uh, and Joshua Franco ended up pulling a, pulling away um, and, and starting to take control of the fight in the later rounds. Including he dropped Andrew Maloney uh, in the eleventh round and ends up walking away with the title and uh, and the decision that night with the victory by way of decision that night. And that's June 23rd. So fast forward, they are set for their rematch and, and a big card as the co-headliner to Terrence Crawford and Kel Brook. And here we go. We're excited. The, the setup, the storyline, everything was perfect for this fight. And we end up getting approximately six minutes of boxing in this rematch between Franco and Maloney. And it ends up being a debacle. It's, it's a mess. Um, there's a questionable clash of heads that that supposedly takes place and uh and there was a clash of heads, but it was on the wrong side it was on the opposite side uh then that which ended up uh uh, swelling up on Joshua Franco uh nonetheless that headbutt that as they catch on the on the replay several times and ESPN was sure to keep showing that replay and they were trying to search for the moment in which um that eye began swelling and it was evident that it was uh a jab it was actually a straight um Left hand, if I remember correctly from Andrew Maloney, uh, which cost, it was right to the eye, right, right to the socket. Uh, even Tim Bradley at one point is saying that's a poke to the eye. That's a thumb to the eye. Nonetheless, it was a punch, uh, that ended up causing the swelling and numerous jabs. Andrew Maloney's jab was on point tonight. We get six minutes of boxing. Uh, it ends up, uh, getting sent to, uh, to instant replay that the Nevada State Athletic Commission has recognized instant replay for several years now. And, uh, and they're present. They're starting to review, uh, this or, or they, they, they took it to review, uh, on, uh, at ringside. And, uh, and it takes nearly half an hour for them to decide after looking at these replays over and over and over and you're looking at them and you even listen to the commentators, Andre Ward, Tim Bradley, they're going back and forth and they're like, why is this taking so long? They're doing their own research. Uh, Joel Tessitore is looking at at the replays and, and he's calling them out. He's like, I just don't see the head, but they find the head, but the head, ends up being to the wrong side, um, of the face, which ended up swelling up. So it was the opposite side. Um, nonetheless, Joshua Franco uh, ends up the the victor here, even though it's a no contest. They end up declaring a no contest after a full review of nearly half an hour, nearly a half an hour to be able to make the call. And they end up making the wrong call. And this is what upsets fans all around the world about the sport of boxing, that they hesitate to make calls. And when they do make a call, they think they're playing it safe, and they end up making the wrong call. And the no contest, which Andrew Maloney, after so much work, after coming back, he looked like the better of the two fighters tonight. And uh, and it was just two rounds of action. And Andrew Maloney took control of those two rounds. And he was determined to get that title back. And he ends up not taking it home because of the decision of the Nevada State Athletic Commission they declared a no contest therefore the title cannot change hands. Joshua Franco retains his title uh, by way of this uh, this decision that the commission took and the fight ended uh, being a mess what what? What had so much promise? The fight had so much promise. This rematch has so much promise to, to be one of the best of, of this year, uh, similar to, to their first fight, their first action packed fight that we saw earlier in the, uh, in the summer. So we end up getting, uh, that and that's, that was uh, the decision, nearly half an hour uh, to make a decision and they make the wrong one at that. And then that leads us into the main event. The main event of the night, of course, Terrence Bud Crawford versus uh, Special K Kell Brook and amazing, amazing hype and noise behind this fight. I was super excited to see it and it delivered. We knew uh, that it Possibly wasn't going to last the entire way. Uh, but if it did, it would, if it would go to, to, to a decision, it would, it was possibly going to be favoring Kill Brook by way of that jab. He's very good, very fast, and very quick to establish his jab. Um, and he's been, he's been known to, to do that and prove so uh, throughout his career. Uh, he has a very good jab, very stiff jab that he's able to, uh, to basically control. Uh, his opponents with and, and use it as a range finder for his power punches. And he was quick to get inside that pocket, start testing uh Terrence. And, and it's that he established his jab by the second round. Terrence Crawford had figured something out. He started moving well, his angle started functioning well, and his punches started landing He started functioning uh, and basically adapting to the speed and the flow that, that Kilbrook came out with and started landing some big punches of his own by the fourth round. Although Kelbrook landed some really good punches on Terrence Crawford, he, in, including he ended up cutting uh, Terrence Crawford's uh, right eyebrow just, or, or just beneath his eyebrow and uh, the, that little gap between his, uh, his right eyebrow and, uh, and like the top portion of his eyelash. Uh, he ends up getting um, a decent cut right there. Kelbrook imposing his power, decent power, decent speed. He showed up and he just got caught. Who knows? Who knows if the previous injuries that he suffered to Gennady Golovkin and, uh, and, and back to back fights, right, with Gennady Golovkin and then, uh, with Errol Spence. Uh, who knows if that has anything to do with how he received this punch today, or was it just a well-placed, uh, snap of a punch that Terrence Crawford caught him with? Uh, and he has the power to prove so as well, right? As he's proven in the past, he has the power to switch momentum and, uh, and take over fights. Terrence does. So who knows if it's a, if this is going to be something that's going to linger around and affect the rest of Kell Brook's. Kel career, or if this is something that he'll be able to overcome and, uh, and he'll have a successful career from here on out. And this was just another great elite top level fighter that ends up uh, figuring out angles and has power from any which angle that he decides to throw his hands from. Uh, Terrence Crawford walks away with the TKO victory in the fourth round, uh, ends up Hitting him really hard with an awkward punch ends up sending Kel Brook stumbling into the ropes, and Terence Crawford smelt the blood and went after him. Stops the fight. Terence Craw- Crawford victorious again, and, uh, and he is at the top. In my opinion, he is at the top of the welterweight division. Very good challengers, and a very good fight coming up in a few weeks' time between Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. Uh, we'll get into that in a, in a different episode. Uh, again, to me, those two are possibly along with Keith Thurman, possibly the best opposition, uh, that Terrence Crawford could face. Uh, nonetheless, post fight Terrence Crawford calling out Manny Pacquiao. He wants, uh, to fight Manny Pacquiao and he wants Manny Pacquiao's name, uh, on his resume, uh, elite fighter to me, Terrence Crawford, number one pound for pound, uh, fighter in the Walterweight division. I have to put Canelo overall, Canelo number one, Terrence Crawford number two. Um uh, and that's across all weights, all weight classes. Uh nonetheless, Terrence Crawford is up there. He's making a really good argument for himself and he's definitely uh become a force to be reckoned with. And you can't deny him anymore. Just because a promotional company has not done a good enough job to get his name out there and make him a household name doesn't mean that he is anything short of a ex- ex- spectacular and extraordinary. Uh, he is an elite level fighter and I believe that they should be doing him justice by, by promoting him better and making him a household name. Everybody should know who Terrence Crawford is and we need to enjoy his, uh, his boxing, his talent, um, his, uh, his career while, while he's here, while we have him here. Um, With that said, we'll go ahead and uh, and close this episode out. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Episode 14 of the Tomatolito Show and plenty more to come. Thank you again. Good night.